What if I told you that in 2024, you were going to travel more? I bet you would be excited because who doesn't have travel more on their 2024 vision board? But my loves, it's time to craft a bit of an action plan and take your first steps. And this is where I come in. I'm hosting a trip to Bali, May 23rd to May 29th, 2024 for the Manifest Daily community. I'm so excited about this one. We have a jam-packed itinerary. We have a Balinese cooking class, a sacred monkey forest, visit a coffee brewing workshop, literally the works because that's just a taste of the itinerary. And this trip is a celebration of new beginnings and also a couple of birthdays. So if you're curious about Bali and you want to meet me there alongside a couple other wonderful, amazing, beautiful souls, head to my website for more information, themanifestly.com slash events. Visit the link in the show notes. And yeah, let's let's hang out in Bali. Hi, my loves. Welcome back to the podcast. My name is DeAndre Nicolette. If you're new here, my love, welcome. I'm so excited to have you here. Tuned in for your first ever episode of Manifest Daily. And if you're an OG listeners, hey girl, hey, hey boy, hey, what's poppin', what's good? I'm so excited to have y'all tuned in for another episode of Manifest Daily. So my loves, this is another hybrid episode. So if you want to see my face, okay, if you want to see the little tropical setup we got going on, go ahead and head over to YouTube. It is going to be linked in the show notes as usual. So my loves, today we are chatting all about balancing a nine to five and content creation. I feel like recently I've just been getting a lot of different DMs with questions about how I balance basically managing a full-time job and doing all the content creation for Manifest Daily. So that is exactly what we're chatting about today. I'm so excited. I have like a couple of things. I feel like I gotta say that my ruffle little feathers over here, okay? But we have to say it, we have to talk about it. I wanna be like super transparent upfront with y'all, especially if this is something that you wanna get into. I wanna talk about like the highs and the lows of it all. So we're gonna get into that. But before we do, I have a little housekeeping item for y'all. So I have mentioned in a couple past episodes that the new free Manifest Daily community is launched. It's always gonna be linked in the show notes, but we are hosting our first, and I, and by we, I say it's me and y'all. You know what I'm saying, it's me and y'all. But we're hosting our first virtual event in the community. It's gonna be on February 11th, at, I believe 6 p.m. Central Time. Now, if that is like overnight your time, because I know for some people in the group, that's like their 3 a.m., their 2 a.m., there are gonna be other events in the future at different times to like basically try to accommodate as many time zones as possible. But this is the first event and I'm super excited. It's literally gonna be like a chill event, okay? So it's not meant to be something where we're gonna be teaching or like learning. It's not kind of like one of those more informational type of things. It's literally just like a chill community event. So imagine this, like I'll probably, I don't know, I might have to go to the liquor store because my tequila finished y'all. So I might be making me a mocktail or if your girl makes this a liquor store before that date, before the 11th, I will be making myself a cocktail, okay? We're talking fresh lemon juice. We're talking maybe a little bit of ginger. Y'all know the vibes, okay? But if I don't make it to the liquor store, which chances are I actually might not, like I, I don't know, we'll see if I make it there. But if I don't, I'll be making like a mocktail. We're just gonna be chilling, like bring your wine, bring your popcorn, bring whatever, and let's just chat, okay? So it's an hour long. It's gonna be really casual, really chill. If you have the time, if you're interested in just hanging out, 
with some other spiritual folks and people who like to keep it cool or whatever, go ahead and check out the show notes to just join the community and literally just RSVP to the event. I believe it's gonna be capped at 100 people. Like we're nowhere near that many people RSVP'd. I think right now we're sitting at like 12 people who RSVP'd that say they're gonna come. So if you're thinking about coming, there's definitely room to join. And yeah, like I said, it's gonna be virtual, it's gonna be on Zoom. So go ahead and check that out in the show notes. So my loves, I just wanna dive into this episode because I do have a lot to say. And of course, on, on brand with the theme of this episode, I am filming this before my nine to five and I do have a meeting right after this. So you girl gotta get to the point, okay? We gotta chat about what we gotta chat about and we just gonna get right to it so let's go ahead and dive into just basically like my tips my advice my experience with balancing a full-time job and content creation So the way that this episode is going to be structured is I'm basically going to be taking you guys throughout a day in my life and kind of taking you throughout the different things that I do throughout the day in order to really like create this sense of balance or as much balance as I can create. Because I think one thing you're going to notice throughout this episode is that the idea is that I want to create as much balance as possible, but that sometimes, honestly, balance in like its traditional sense is not that possible when it comes to fitting in a full-time job and content creation. But basically, my day starts with waking up early. I've talked about this before in like my five ways to stay high vibe or to raise your vibe episode, how I wake up at about 6.30 in the morning. I've since changed that. I now wake up at 6.15 because your girl moves a little slow in the morning, okay? I move a little slow. I get up. Okay, first of all, my alarm goes off. I'm not even up out of the bed yet. Like usually, like I said in that episode, I'm checking my email. I'm checking social sometimes. Like I just kind of like am on my phone for like five minutes or so to wake up. Now, I know there's like people that say don't get on your phone first thing in the morning, whatever, whatever. For me, literally, it doesn't set my day off in a bad way or anything like that. It works for me. If for you, you're like, you can't be on your phone early in the morning, do what you need to do. Okay, baby girl, do what you need to do. But that's kind of the first thing I do. And so I've been waking up at 6.15 in the morning. And the idea of this is that obviously the earlier that I wake up, the more that I can accomplish before having to log on to my nine to five at work. One of the biggest things that helps me during my day is like actually having the ability to work out in the morning. I love being able to go to the gym in the morning. Like getting my workout in in the morning, like I said multiple times before, is my version of like a morning meditation. I need to go to the gym. I need to get some movement in, whether I'm I'm on the Stairmaster, whether I'm doing my little fast walk on the treadmill, whether I'm lifting some weights, like I need to get to the gym and I need to get my movement in. So waking up at that time early in the morning allows me the ability to have a slower morning to really like get settled into my day and wake up at a pace that feels comfortable to me and also make it to the gym, have enough time to work out and everything before my nine to five. Another thing that I do in the morning is that I like multitask as much as possible. Now I know our brains aren't set up to really like be able to multitask in the best way. Like we're not good at that. As much as people will be like, yeah, I multitask, I multitask, I multitask. Our brains are set up to really be able to focus on one thing properly at any given point in time. However, when I'm at the gym, I like to maximize my time. So I usually start off with like a little 10, 15 minutes, sometimes even like a 20 minute warm up on either the Stairmaster or the treadmill. And usually when I'm on the Stairmaster or the treadmill, like I'm going at a pace where I'm not like walking so fast or like going up the stairs so fast that I can't be on my phone. 
So usually during that time, I actually take the time to respond to DMs. I will take the time to post a reel, to post an Instagram post, to post a story, things like that. So if y'all follow me on Instagram, you'll notice that a lot of times I post stories early in the morning. I do post throughout the day, but I definitely post early in the morning. One thing when it comes to balancing a nine to five and content creation is that you have to make the most out of your time. Like say you have a minute during your day where it's like you have a little bit of downtime, like that could be a minute for you to post an Instagram story. That could be a minute for you to like think about some content ideas. Honestly, I won't even lie to you, the thinking about content, the creating content like never really stops. And that's one thing that I think a lot of people fail to talk about. And I've seen, you, you know, you see the memes or whatever, where it's like some people talk about how like you quit your 40 hour a week nine to five job to work 24 seven as an entrepreneur or as a content creator. Like it is so true because when you are creating content, when you are, especially when it's like lifestyle type of content, like any of that type of stuff where a lot of what you do in your day to day can be content or can inspire content, you really are doing this stuff 24 seven. And that can in many ways inspire burnout, which we'll talk about later. However, I do like to maximize that time. Like I said, I'll be on the treadmill, I'll be on the Stairmaster, and I usually will post something. Typically, I'll have something already ready to go. So for example, like I'll know that I'm posting a reel on a certain day. So when I'm on the treadmill or on the Stairmaster, like I'll go on my Instagram and I'll have it in my drafts and I'll be able to post it live. Or if I'm posting a carousel, I'll post it live. I do use a tool called Later to post my Instagram like stills, like basically the one image post. But for something like a carousel or for something like a reel or for an Instagram story, you have to post it live in the platform. So I do use that time when I'm at the gym to basically maximize and post live. So that's like one little tip of how to balance or create some sort of balance is like kind of taking advantage of those moments where you are able to multitask in some type of way and like post content or create content when you are able to do that throughout your day. So after my morning workout, I immediately come home and I get ready for my day. So that typically looks like taking a shower, of course, getting ready. My bed is usually already made in the morning before I leave for the gym. That's like part of my prepping to go to the gym routine is like making my bed and everything like that. So when I come back from the gym, literally all I have to do is take my shower, do my skincare, all that good stuff. And then it's time to eat breakfast. Now, this is another multitasking moment. And honestly, some mornings I do try to just like have my breakfast and be able to relax watch a show just chill but I won't even lie to y'all a lot of mornings I'm eating my breakfast as I'm like answering work emails or checking work emails things like that so it's kind of like the pre-start to my day the warm-up to my day so I'm like looking at emails seeing what came through over the weekend especially if it's a Monday Mondays are my busiest busiest days like on Mondays typically if I don't have an episode of the podcast or Tuesday it involves recording before work things like that but like I said usually I make my breakfast and I'm like having my breakfast and stuff as I get ready for work so typically for breakfast I'll just have something super simple like a bagel or a coffee but that's really like how I like to start my day and I always make sure that I have something to eat in the morning because if I don't I get really cranky and I get really grumpy and it's really hard for me to focus and concentrate. So speaking of focusing and concentrating, one of our sponsors for today's episode is Magic Mind. And Magic Mind is a drink that I have in the mornings as well when I have my morning coffee. So Magic Mind is the world's first productivity drink that includes a mix of 12 functional ingredients, including matcha, that helps you to focus as well as adaptogens that help you to fight off stress. 
Magic Mind is perfect for entrepreneurs, writers, content creators, or anyone who could benefit from focused work during their day without the wired feeling of caffeine. So I do drink coffee in the morning, but my coffee tends to be decaf because I honestly just like drink coffee for the taste of it, not necessarily for like the caffeine function of coffee. Balancing my nine to five in content creation means that I need to be dialed in and focused on any given workday and Magic Mind helps me to do just that. So I drink Magic Mind in the morning, like I said, with my morning coffee, with my breakfast, as I'm getting ready for my day, as I'm checking those emails and I'm getting to such a productive like frame of mind, I'm just ready to tackle all my things. Like I'm just ready to go. Okay, baby girl, I'm ready to go. And it's so nice because it gives you that like focused, energetic feeling, but it's not like that wired, jittery feeling of caffeine or coffee. If you're interested in trying Magic Mind, you can get 20% off your order by going to magicmind.co slash manifest. That's M-A-G-I-C-M-I-N-D dot C-O slash manifest and enter the code manifest at checkout. Again, to snag 20% off your order of Magic Mind, go to magicmind.co slash manifest and enter the code manifest at checkout. Magic Mind has quickly become a staple in my morning routine, so I know y'all are going to love it too. So like I said, I spend my first bit of my day just like checking emails. I typically will check my work emails first. I'll go through, I'll flag anything that like needs a, an urgent response. I typically like don't respond right away as I'm eating because I really just hate like having to type and then also having to eat at the same time. But I'll just kind of like go through and do a quick check of emails. And then if everything looks good, if I don't have that many work emails, I will switch over to checking Manifest Daily emails. So I have a couple different emails from Manifest Daily there's like the hello at there's a deandra at and then a lot of times people also send me like podcast proposals or different podcast related things to my personal email so it really is again that multitasking behavior and like i said you'll notice throughout my day that that is like a major theme that i'm constantly doing kind of two things at once or kind of bouncing back and forth between my nine to five and manifest daily in order to make sure that i'm getting everything done now, one of my biggest tips, okay, when it comes to balancing a nine to five and content creation is using a calendar or having some sort of schedule. Y'all know I have talked about this so many times. I feel like there's like multiple episodes. I think I talked about it in my productivity episode. I talked about it in another episode. Um, I don't even know. I've talked about it so many times, but my Google calendar, I live by that calendar, okay? What my calendar says it's time to do, that's what I'm gonna do for that time of my day. And truly, it just helps me to stay so organized and know exactly what is going on. So the way I've set up my calendar is that I have like my work calendar linked with my personal calendar. So if I look at my personal calendar, I can see everything and everything is color coded. So all of my nine to five stuff is in purple. I have like my social life stuff in pink. I have manifest daily stuff in like a terracotta. So I literally have everything color coded so I can look at my calendar, like take a glance at my calendar and kind of see the high level of my day. This is so important because not only can I look at my calendar and kind of like get an idea of what's going on for the day, but I also have a really good idea of like how things will balance out for the day. So if I look at my calendar and I see a ton of purple, like I know that I have like a lot of meetings, a lot of catch ups for my specific nine to five job. If I see a lot of like that terracotta color, there's also one like manifest daily stuff is also in like a light yellow. That's when people book podcast recordings. I know I have like interviews.
choose that day, I know that I have to kind of like lean my mind more towards manifest daily, but I like to have it like that so I can time block and see what's going on throughout the day. Some days are a lot busier than others. So typically on Mondays, there's a lot of content creation going on for manifest daily. I also have on Mondays, I also have meetings with a couple different people on my team. So typically Mondays are super, super packed. Tuesday is the day the podcast goes out and that's a little bit more chill of a day. Wednesday's more chill. Thursdays and Fridays can really just depend on what's going on, but it's just nice to be able to have something to organize my day. I know a lot of people prefer like having a written calendar. Some people also prefer to have like a calendar on their iPad and use a digital calendar that way. Whatever medium you use, I don't think it matters. I think the idea here is that you really want to just stay organized and on point. If you're balancing a nine to five and also content creation and also just like a social life and also just having other things, other responsibilities, you need to know what is going on at any given point in time during your day. If for example, you need to like film a certain thing or you need to create a piece of content on a certain day so that I can go out on another day and you don't have that in your calendar and you forget, like now you're falling behind. Now you're sacrificing your consistency. Now all of a sudden, because you're disorganized, it's like messing up the flow of your content, messing up the flow of like your content creation and your workflow process. So being organized is really like key for this. Like I would say that's probably the biggest, biggest thing is being organized. Like yes, being disciplined is important. Yes, being committed to the process is important. Yes, seeing the bigger picture of what I'm doing, the content that I'm creating, all that good stuff is important. But the organization is so key because if I don't know what is going on, I miss things like, okay, so one example is that I also have to like schedule in when I have calls with friends. It sounds so like, bitch, you gotta schedule when you got a call with a friend. Like it ain't that deep, but baby it is, it truly is. So the other day I was supposed to call a friend and I completely forgot. It was like the next day and you know who you are if you're watching. It was the next day and I remembered, I was like, oh my God, I was supposed to call her yesterday, but I hadn't put it in my calendar and so I completely forgot. And so because everything is so packed, because like my mind is constantly moving at like a hundred miles per hour and there's so many things happening between my different responsibilities, I need to put everything in my calendar or at least like for me, it is super helpful. Now, y'all may think it's a little type A, it really is just up to you, but truly I feel like organization and and having a calendar and having a schedule is something that truly, truly, truly allows me to like create as much content as I do in the consistent manner that I do. Yes, I have times where I fall off because right now I have not posted on Instagram Reels or TikTok in a minute, but that has more to do with like me taking a break, which I'll talk about in a little bit, than it has to do with like my consistency, my organization. That's just more like personal, like wellness and well being stuff. But truly, having a calendar is so key to this entire process. Another leg to this is a content calendar. Now y'all like not another calendar. Yes, baby girl, another calendar. I'm telling y'all organization is like key to this process. So if you're someone who just kind of like goes with the flow, flies by the seat of your pants for this, like, yes, I think that having flow and like being intuitive about your creative process is beneficial in some ways. But when I tell you the key to consistency is organization, I'm not playing with y'all. So listen, take that tip, okay? And run with it. So another calendar that I have is my content calendar. And this is so crucial to my process. It's become even more crucial to my process because of the fact that now I'm working with sponsors for the show. So let me tell y'all how I organize it. So I have my content calendar in Google Sheets. And the reason I have it in Google Sheets is because like I've set it up like a calendar 
but I like that it's digital and I like that I can add different rows for different things. So the way I have my content calendar set up is that every single month is like a tab on Google Sheets. So I have January, February, you know, March, so on and so forth. And then every single month, what I do is like I go in and I plot out when there are episodes. So obviously every single Tuesday, there's a podcast episode. And I don't know if you guys have noticed, but I have shifted the Friday schedules a little bit. I know originally I told you guys that we were doing every single Friday as an episode. I quickly realized I was running out of gas to sustain that and also keep the episode quality super high. So instead of doing every single Friday, I have switched to doing every other Friday. So the first thing that I do is go into my content calendar. Obviously, like I block out like Tuesdays, every single Tuesday, and then every other Friday for the episodes for the podcast. And then if there's any single podcast episode that's going to be a YouTube video, I also have like a, a row where I block that out. In the YouTube video, I might just insert like a screenshot of my calendar so you guys can see this because I feel like it just needs a visual for you guys to see what I'm talking about. But I have like a row for YouTube. I have a row for podcasts, a row for newsletter, a row for sponsorships, and a row for... Do I have a row for anything else? I think I have a row for something else, but I can't remember right now. So I just have these different rows and I go in and I block out what's happening. So the reason my content calendar is so helpful is because now that I'm creating so many episodes, I like to plan ahead a little bit. Now, when I say that it's important to allow your intuition to be part of this process, what I mean by that is like I plan out my episodes, but sometimes what will happen is like, say I have an episode that's supposed to be like a certain topic for Friday. Maybe on Thursday night, I get like a whiff of inspiration and I record a random episode. And instead of like that pre-planned episode for Friday, I'll like put in the other episode. So I plan, but I also allow myself like the opportunity to go with the flow, to move things around, which is why I love a digital calendar because it does allow me to move things around and to shift things at like a last minute notice. Another reason I love having a content calendar is because I can plot out the guest episodes and see those at a glance. I like being able to do maybe like one guest episode a month. That's kind of like my unofficial goal for the podcast is to have one guest on every single month. And so I can look at the calendar. I can plot those out I can schedule things I can know when things are going up so that when guests come on the show and we're having our interview I can say to them hey I'm pretty sure our episode is going to go live on this date or this week I'll give you like an email to confirm it's nice being able to go into the conversation and be so organized to know when their episode is going to go live and to give them that heads up and lastly my content calendar is so important because it allows me to map out the sponsors and the sponsorships so as you guys know we're working with sponsors now on the show which I'm so grateful for so it's always been a goal to like work with sponsors and grow the show enough so now that that's actually happening it sometimes feels like a very like pinch me kind of moment so a lot of the brands that I love and really respect it's so dope to be able to like actually work with them now on content so that you know that's just like a plus but I love being able to organize like my sponsorships and see what's coming down the pipeline it just really helps with the overall organization process and I promise you if you're someone that typically feels overwhelmed with the idea of like balancing a business in a nine-to-five having different calendars and having different things to keep you organized is going to help you feel like you have it a lot more under control. If you're just kind of like, I don't know what's happening next week and I don't know what products I'm dropping and I don't know what's going on with my clients and I don't know anything. Yeah, you're going to feel overwhelmed. Yeah, you're going to feel like you're balancing a lot of stuff. Like it's going to feel really, really hectic and really wild. And I don't want that for you. Okay, so get organized. I promise you the calendars are 
a game changer, okay? Okay, so I know we're doing like a day in the life type of vibe and I just talked about my content calendars for literally like 50 minutes. I promise you though, they are truly key in keeping this whole thing moving along and making it look as seamless as it does sometimes, okay? Another thing I would say that's like been such a huge game changer for me is actually taking vitamins. Now, this is like a huge one because I'm that kind of person where sometimes I'll take my vitamins for like, you know, a couple days here or there, or like maybe a week here or there, and then I stop, I fall off, okay? I feel like a lot of us are probably like that, where like the actual habit of vitamin taking doesn't necessarily come natural to us. Like that's something you have to build up as a habit, right? But I know for one, I don't get all the things I need to get in my vitamins in the foods that I eat. Because when I tell you, like I'm really working on bettering my eating because like fueling my body is big for me. I actually just bought a book on gut health. I'm looking at it right now. It's called The Mind Gut Connection that I'm gonna read. And I'm gonna do an episode all about like mind and gut. Uh, what is the word I'm looking for? The mind, literally the mind and gut connection. But it's so huge like how the stuff that you eat and the way that you fuel your physical body affects your brain. So y'all, have y'all ever noticed that like if y'all are not eating good, like you be getting fuzzy brain, like you be forgetting stuff. It's hard to focus. Like if you're eating junk all the time, like that stuff becomes your regular. And I was noticing that when I was so busy managing like all the stuff I was doing, there would be times that like my eating and like the way I would fuel my body would sort of fall off. Like I wasn't doing that well. Like I was grabbing these quick meals from like Trader Joe's. Now I love them hatch chili mac and cheeses from Trader Joe's, but baby, one thing about the mac and cheeses is they are not good for you, okay? You cannot be eating that every day. And I was at the point where I was eating that every day. I was eating like ice cream every day. Like it's so bad, but it's cause I would just be so busy that when I would get hungry, instead of me like wanting to take the time to cook a proper meal, I would just go ahead and be like, I'm gonna just grab whatever. I'm gonna just grab something quick. I'm gonna just like get something from like Panera or whatever and like eat that and fuel my body that way. Now I definitely am working on that. I'm like combating that on fueling my body in a better way. However, I will say that adding vitamins in and not just that, but taking vitamins consistently has been such a game changer for my mind. Like, I feel like my focus is just on like a much better level now that I'm taking specific vitamins and really like fueling my body a certain way to like allow it to work at its peak potential. So that brings us into the second sponsor of today's episode, which is Care Of. And y'all, I have literally been loving Care Of, okay? So y'all know, or maybe you don't know, but like, I'm gonna tell y'all right now, okay? I have a lot of different health goals for 2022. And of course, one of those is being like fueling my body better in order to have my mind and my body just work at like a peak level. And if you do too, you're gonna find it helpful to stay on track with your health goals thanks to Care Of's daily packs that make the habit of taking your vitamins every day easy to stick to. Care Of is a subscription service that ships high quality, personalized vitamins and powders conveniently to your door every single month. So you start by taking this short, like in-depth quiz with your health goals and your lifestyle. And once you're done, you get a list of personalized vitamins and powder recommendations based on your answers. You can stick with what Care Of recommends to you, or you can like change up your packs at any time. So if you want to switch and add in some iron supplements, or if you want to add in some different probiotics, you can definitely just change it up at any time that you want to. I took my Care Of quiz and I was asked about my specific health goals. And I was also asked about things like how often I 
work out, what my diet is, just like different things to help Care Of pick out the vitamins that will be most beneficial for my routine. Care Of's products are made from clean ingredients that are backed by the latest science and research so you can feel good about what you're putting into your body. I've been taking probiotics as part of my recommendations and I have truly seen a difference with my bloating and my overall digestion. For 50% off your first order of Care Of, go to takecareof.com and enter the code MANIFESTDAILY50. Again, for 50% off your first order of Care Of, go to takecareof.com and enter the code MANIFESTDAILY50. I'll have it linked in the show notes. About a year ago, I wanted to elevate my health and wellness journey. I was so tired of taking all these different supplements every single day. So instead of adding more, I decided I wanted to simplify and try AG1. It's one of the best decisions I made in 2023. I now feel more energized and mentally clear daily. My skin has even more of a healthy and brighter glow and my digestion has improved. Like I said, I first gave AG1 a try because I wanted to simplify my supplements. I wanted a single solution to support my entire body, my gut, and my brain health. Since drinking AG1 daily, I've noticed that I feel a boost in energy, not just in the morning when I take it, but throughout my entire day. I used to rely on caffeinated pre-workouts, if you know, you know, but when I cut those out, I struggled with grogginess. Adding an AG1 in the morning covers my bases with 75 high quality vitamins, minerals, and ingredients like pre and probiotics, adaptogens, antioxidants, and whole food source nutrients. My favorite part of AG1? It's just one scoop, one scoop mixed in water once a day, every day. I love to add in a squeeze of half a lemon, a few drops of AG1's vitamin D3K2, and three ice cubes, approximately three ice cubes every single morning into my glass as well. This is a partnership made in heaven because AG1 is the supplement that I trust and have trusted since 2023 to provide the support that my body needs daily. If you want to take ownership of your health, it starts with AG1. Try AG1 and get a free one-year supply of vitamin D3K2 and five free AG1 travel packs with your first purchase exclusively at drinkag1.com slash manifest daily. That's drinkag1.com slash manifest daily. Check it out. About a year ago, I wanted to elevate my health and wellness journey. I was so tired of taking all these different supplements every single day. So instead of adding more, I decided I wanted to simplify and try AG1. It's one of the best decisions I made in 2023. I now feel more energized and mentally clear daily. My skin has even more of a healthy and brighter glow and my digestion has improved. Like I said, I first gave AG1 a try because I wanted to simplify my supplements. I wanted a single solution to support my entire body, my gut, and my brain health. Since drinking AG1 daily, I've noticed that I feel a boost in energy, not just in the morning when I take it, but throughout my entire day. I used to rely on caffeinated pre-workouts, if you know, you know, but when I cut those out, I struggled with grogginess. Adding an AG1 in the morning covers my bases with 75 high quality vitamins, minerals, and ingredients like pre and probiotics, adaptogens, antioxidants, and whole food source nutrients. My favorite part of AG1? It's just one scoop, one scoop mixed in water once a day, every day. 
I love to add in the squeeze of half a lemon, a few drops of AG1's vitamin D3K2, and three ice cubes, approximately three ice cubes every single morning into my glass as well. This is a partnership made in heaven because AG1 is the supplement that I trust and have trusted since 2023 to provide the support that my body needs daily. If you want to take ownership of your health, it starts with AG1. Try AG1 and get a free one-year supply of vitamin D3K2 and five free AG1 travel packs with your first purchase exclusively at drinkag1.com slash manifest daily. That's drinkag1.com slash manifest daily. Check it out. Okay, so the last like part of my day that I think is really important for my balance is having a wind down routine. Now, if you're like me and you're working remotely, I think one of the struggles of working remotely is that your home and your work are so blended that it can become really, really easy to forget to switch off, to forget to stop working. And like I said earlier, when it comes to content creation, you're constantly like using the moments in your life to think about how to create content or to think about how they inspire certain pieces of content. So I feel like your mind is honestly always on or always in this on mode for work. And so having a wind down routine is so crucial for me because when I don't do this, and it's not often that I don't do it, but I've noticed that if I don't really prioritize my wind down routine, I will literally struggle to fall asleep or I struggle to stay asleep. And this also happens just regularly too throughout the month, like certain times of the month, I've noticed that because of my hormones, I struggle with insomnia at certain points of my cycle, things like that. However, my wind down routine routine is even more crucial and more important because of that. So for my wind down routine, I do like my skincare routine. I like prep my bed. I do all of that good stuff. And I also like to get into bed a couple hours before I know I'm going to go to sleep. The reason is because I know myself and I know that I like to take like a good maybe hour, maybe even an hour and a half to two hours to scroll through social. Yep, I do scroll through social media at night again, I do. But I also use that time to like watch YouTube videos. I will catch up on Succession, which I have been loving. Y'all, if you don't watch Succession, it is such a good show. Like, highly recommend, okay? It's on HBO. So I'll be watching Succession. So I'll scroll through YouTube and like watch my favorite vloggers, catch up on my vlogs, things like that. And so that's kind of like the first half of my wind down routine is like the techie part, the part on my phone. Of course, this entire time that I'm on my phone, I do have my phone on like the yellow light setting. So I'm not like seeing a bunch of that blue light that's harsh on your eyes, especially when it's time for bed. The second half of my wind down routine involves reading. I have been loving reading psychological thrillers as part of like my wind down routine. And by the time I get to the point where I'm reading, I'll read for like maybe an hour, sometimes like an hour and a half if it's like a night where my mind is still kind of like racing, things like that. And that will help me get into that mode of like sleepiness. Like I usually start to doze off as I'm reading and that's when I know it's time to go to bed and I put my Kindle away and I go to sleep. It's also really helpful too that I use a Kindle because I have like the, what is it called? The Kindle Oasis. So it has like the backlight so I can read in the dark. And that's also really nice because I get like under my covers, I get super cozy and I read that way. So I don't ever have to like get up to turn off a lamp or turn off a light or anything like that. Like I'm already in the prime position to go to sleep. And my wind down routine is so important because like I said, it really just allows me to get into that relaxation mode to prep myself mentally for bed and to allow my brain to stop thinking about work because when I'm reading my book when I'm watching my shows I'm not thinking about work I'm not thinking about what I have to do tomorrow I'm allowing myself to be super present in the moment with whatever I'm doing what kind of content I'm consuming and that just helps me to actually like let go and relax and get ready for bed 
Okay, so now that we've talked about the day in the life stuff, I think it's really important to touch on the less glamorous side of this entire process. One of the things that is not so glamorous about this, but has also been like a huge factor in my life for I would say like the last three years is working on the weekend. So again, if you follow me on social, you'll know that oftentimes I'll spend the morning of my Saturdays filming content. I'll spend like the afternoon or the evenings editing content. Sometimes Sunday nights, I spend like planning out content, working on my content calendar, things like that. I've gotten much better at like balance. And by that, I mean really saving my Sundays to be a day for me to relax, to be a day for me to just like hang out with myself, not necessarily focus on having to make content or do anything and just really like watch shows and just have a fun, relaxing day that is dedicated to myself and my wellness and everything like that. However, a huge thing to consider here is that my nine to five takes up so much of my week that I need more time to create the content or to make the content to be able to post consistently. And that means having to sacrifice some of that free time that I would normally have on the weekends. So again, like I said, sometimes that does mean that on a Saturday morning, I'm filming content, I'm filming a couple of videos, I'm recording a podcast episode, I'm emailing brands, I'm doing all of this different stuff to make sure that the content is going out consistently to make sure that I'm able to keep up with the schedule that I have set for myself. I think it's one of those things where when we talk about balancing content creation in a nine to five, I kind of don't even want to use the word balance because in many ways, this process, this entire lifestyle, this entire reality does involve imbalance. It does involve imbalance because if you think about it, a nine to five obviously is a full-time job and content creation is another full-time job. And if you are doing two jobs, I'm sure some of you already are, like maybe you work full-time and you go to school full-time. Maybe you work full-time and you're a mom. Maybe you have two different jobs. Like whatever the case is, I'm sure a lot of you realize that like when you're balancing two different things, like there is sacrifice involved. Sometimes it means that you don't go out with your friends on a certain night. Sometimes it means that like you can't spend that money because you have to put it towards something else that you are investing in for your future. Sometimes it means that you do have to stay up a little bit later on any given night or wake up a little bit earlier and sacrifice a little bit of sleep. Now, I don't think it is healthy to say that this sacrifice mentality has to be hardcore all the time. I do really value my rest and I have hit burnout multiple times in the last year to the point where I've had to take days off of work and just like literally do nothing to just recoup revitalize myself to get back to the space where I can actually like have the energy to do the regular things throughout my day so I have hit burnout and I do realize that like that is a huge factor in this entire thing so I don't necessarily think that you have to like work yourself to the bone all the time like do the most all the time but what I will say is that this lifestyle it's so glamorized I think on the internet people are like glamorizing entrepreneurship glamorizing working for yourself glamorizing all these different things but some of the other parts that aren't talked about as much are a reality of the situation because I've had so many moments on this journey where I've had to learn through making mistakes and that's kind of why I wanted to do this episode to really talk about what I have learned over time and what has helped me over time. Like, like when I talk about the calendar, when I talk about the content calendar, when I talk about like the vitamins, all of these different things that I've mentioned in this episode, these weren't things that I always did. I've always been a pretty organized person, but at one point I didn't have a content calendar. And then I got to the point where I was just like, I can't just hop on the mic and just, and talk. Like, 
I kind of do in some ways, like these episodes is definitely something where I talk off the top of my head, but now I have to have outlines. Like now I have to have notes because I really am trying to increase the quality of my work. I'm trying to increase the quality of what I put out. I'm trying to increase the quality of how it affects you guys and like the messages that you're able to receive, the information that you're able to receive, what you're able to learn. So that's like a huge thing. But like the working on the weekends thing, I had to talk about that because I saw this like quote, I think it was, it wasn't even like a quote. It was like this video. And I think it was Kobe Bryant who was speaking. And, and he was saying, if you want to be the best of the best, if you want to excel in your particular career and your particular craft, you are going to have to sacrifice some things. And I feel like in the spiritual community, there is often a lot of emphasis placed on flow, on going with the flow, on ease. And I absolutely believe that there is a time and place for flow, for intuition, for ease, for femininity, for leaning back and allowing yourself to receive but I also 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 highly believe that a part of this journey is also taking action is holding yourself accountable is allowing yourself to be consistent to be dedicated to be committed to be organized because if you have a goal and if you have a vision and you are just allowing yourself to try to achieve that in a disorganized fashion yes if you're taking action you're doing things in a disorganized fashion you might get to your goal and you might get to that place in a few years or in a few months or whatever i don't know what your goal is or what the timeline you you envision yourself doing that thing in is however when you start to be organized when you start to take certain steps in a very meticulous fashion and also allowing yourself to lead into that flow and that intuition and that ease whenever it is applicable that is going to serve you so much better than you trying to do things really disorganized all over the place and talking about you know this is my goal this is my vision this is my dream well well are you acting like it are you acting like this is what you really want and that's the key and like I said a part of that really does involve sacrifice I sometimes don't hear a lot of people talking about it and and it is what it is like you can you know approach this in whatever way that you want to but for me I'm okay with sacrificing like a Saturday morning here and there because I don't work all day Saturday like I like I'll do something on a Saturday morning and I'll go to the movies after I'll go to lunch after so it's not like I'm working myself to the bone or it's not like I'm trying to hit burnout like I said you have to be very cognizant of that though because it is easy to get into a place where you can hit burnout easier when you're balancing so many different things but the sacrifice piece like it's a really uncomfortable a really important piece of this puzzle. And the last thing I want to mention is that there are times when I do feel very imbalanced because sometimes I feel like I'm slipping up at my nine to five and I'm not doing what I need to do there properly. And I do get like really nervous or panicked that people are noticing or someone's going to say something to me. Other times I feel like I'm slipping up and manifest daily. I'm like, is the content I'm putting out okay? Is it good? Like, am I, am I still putting out quality? Are people benefiting from this? Am I actually giving knowledge am I sharing knowledge is this something someone can learn from and I do think that a huge part of that is that I am really hard on myself and I sometimes have perfectionist tendencies that I am trying to like work on but I do feel like sometimes that it's like a seesaw and sometimes I feel like it tips on either direction a little bit too much and I slip up on the other thing and so it's always this constant thing in my head where I'm questioning okay am I doing enough at my nine to five okay am I doing enough at manifest daily like making sure that neither one 
one is like being sacrificed too much, making sure that I am keeping up with both because obviously my nine to five is my main source of income, but manifest daily is something I want to grow, something that I love so much that I'm so passionate about. And so I don't want to sacrifice that at all either. So it is constantly like a balancing act of making sure that both of them get the attention and love and nurturing that they deserve. So my loves, that is basically it. That is all of my tips. That's kind of how I balance this. That's how I make the content happen. That's how I work at the same time. A lot of it is just fitting things in where I can find the time and also understanding that sometimes things slip up, sometimes things get hectic, but really, like I said, a big key to this is organization and allowing myself to like plan out as much as I can plan out and really allowing myself to create spaces where I I can go with the flow if something gets canceled or something has to shuffle around it doesn't ruin my entire day it doesn't ruin my entire process I have like ways that I can shuffle things around on my calendar ways that I can sort of go with the flow throughout my day as well but I really hope this was super helpful if there's anyone watching that really wants to become a content creator or wants to start a business while also being a full-time student being a mom working a nine-to-five I feel you I'm here for you I want to support you on that journey I actually am planning to do kind of like either a Q&A or like some sort of like live session thing going over like business and marketing and stuff like that. I know it's definitely not the topic of Manifest Daily, but I'm gonna do it in the private group for anyone that's interested in that because I have seen a lot of you guys posting in the group that you are business owners or you are content creators or you are trying to do something that is different from your nine to five job and you need a little bit of guidance on how to actually get that thing started. But I wanna thank you guys so, so much for listening to this episode, for tuning in, for being here. Like I said, I hope it was super helpful. I hope you have taken something away from this episode and I hope this inspired you to either create a content calendar or to take your vitamins or to do any other thing that's going to help you to be productive and balancing your nine to five and your business or whatever you're doing on the side. Thank you again, my loves, for tuning in, for listening to this episode or for watching. If you're on YouTube, I appreciate you so, 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 so much. Please make sure to leave the podcast a five-star review if you haven't already. I appreciate it. And of course, it helps with like the algorithms and all the things. And I will chat with you guys in the next episode, which I can't remember if we have one this Friday or next Friday, but I will chat with you guys in the next podcast episode. Bye, my loves. Have an amazing week. What if I told you that in 2024, you were going to travel more? I bet you would be excited because who doesn't have travel more on their 2024 vision board? But my loves, it's time to craft a bit of an action plan and take your first steps. And this is where I come in. I'm hosting a trip to Bali, May 23rd to May 29th, 2024 for the Manifest Daily community. I'm so excited about this one. We have a jam-packed itinerary. We have a Balinese cooking class, a sacred monkey forest, visit a coffee brewing workshop, literally the works because that's just a taste of the itinerary and this trip is a celebration of new beginnings and also a couple of birthdays so if you're curious about Bali and you want to meet me there alongside a couple other wonderful amazing beautiful souls head to my website for more information themanifestly.com events visit the link in the show notes and yeah let's let's hang out in Bali